My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here today. We have a super exciting guest, Mark Savant. He's the host of the After Hours Entrepreneur Podcast and owner of Mark Savant Media and Podcast Services. Welcome to the show, Mark. How are you? Basha, what's up? Glad to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, We're definitely going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your challenges, your podcasts, and your goals. I'm sure within that conversation alone, we'll have some great takeaways. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today? Yeah, so I'm the founder and owner of Mark Savant Media. Uh, very original name, I know. It took me a long time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, finding the perfect name for your business is really tough. So I just went with the Gary Vaynerchuk mom, just use my own name. Uh, so I'm the founder of Mark Savant Media. What I do is I help busy professionals build status and sales with podcasts, uh, specifically with the launching of the show. Make sure you have the right infrastructure to make that happen. And then the production on the back end, because let's face it, a lot of work goes into producing a podcast with the editing and the show notes and the posting and all that. So uh, we, we take care of that over here at my agency. And it's been a long journey, tens of thousands of hours, tens of thousands of dollars to learn the skills uh, to actually make it happen. And you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that it works. And I, I had the, the honor to leave my day job this year and to really focus on building and scaling it up. And it's just such a blessing to be able to leave the job you hate to focus on your passion project. It's just an amazing feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. What were you doing before this, before podcasting? Yeah. So when I, when I graduated from college, my, my father, who's an insurance agent said, Hey, Mark, we need some help here. And I didn't have any great prospects at the time. I said, sure. Why not? It's easy. It's quick. Get to work with family and make pays well. And so I got into insurance and then about five, six years in, I I recognized that this was just not working for me. I'd wake up every Monday looking at the ceiling, like, why do I have to go in and do this today? I'm going to get yelled at because a claim gets denied or the premiums are too high or they don't like their deductible or whatever. Um, And so that's kind of what springboarded me into trying all these different business models, everything from real estate to financial planning to vending machines. I was even looking at partnering with someone on opening up mattress shops. So I was trying all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And uh, what I eventually found was that I was listening to podcasts all the time. I enjoyed listening to them. It's it's the new media. It's a really powerful way of connecting and building your brand. And so I said, why don't I try that? I fell in love. And about a year later, I found that people were paying me to help them with their podcast. And uh, about two and a half years after that, got to leave the day job. And now we're all podcasts all the time, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. So what would you say was your, your breaking point? What there had to have been an event or something that happened that you're like, you know what? I'm done. This is it. We're moving on. Well, and I think that's a good point. I mean, it seems to me like it, 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 it so there's multiple things. I think that I was just lacking purpose in life, right? Like at a certain point, you're like, is this all that I'm destined to be? Is this all that I'm destined to do? Um, And, you know, for me, I think being a parent and being a father, you really want to empower and encourage and inspire your children. And 
you know, as the saying goes, talk is cheap, right? I can tell my kid, do this, do this, do this. But unless you actually live it and, and, and breathe it day, day after day, I, I, I don't think it actually works. Like you can tell your kid, don't drink the soda and get off the phone and don't do, you know, your electronics all the time. But if that's all you're doing, what, what are we even talking about? Right. So I think having kids was a big impetus. Um, and then, you know, there was one specific time by show where I was at a restaurant with my wife and I was just in a really cranky mood and I was really rude to the, to the server, just unnecessarily. We were at, uh, a, an Asian restaurant and I wanted uh, chicken fried rice and they only had white rice and brown rice. And I got really upset and I made a scene and it was just very, very embarrassing. And then when we got back to the car, I was, I was just like, I, there's, there's, this is, it's nothing to do with the people around me or with that restaurant. This is everything to do with what's going on inside. And, and I kind of recognized in that moment, I needed to start shifting my life and shifting my mentality so that I didn't continue down that negative path. So the restaurant that having the right kind of rice was the breaking point where you're like, you know what, you know what, we got to find something that, that works. That's give me my damn rice. Comedic. <laughs> give me the right rice. Come on. What is this? Um, this comedic. Um, so do you want to go into a little bit about how, how exactly you help people? What kind of people come into your business? You know, what do you look for in your clientele? That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Over time, the business has just continued to evolve. And I think that's a really important facet of, of being successful. When I first started, I would basically take money from anyone. I had someone locally that paid me to just go and take my camera and do videography work of a product. And it was it was fine. It was okay. I did a, I think I did a good job. I made some money. I met the, this other, this, this hairdresser in another country who wanted me to help him teach him how to make reels. And we edited reels for him and that went okay. Um, same thing with a couple other people. And I was just kind of like bouncing around trying to find my zone of genius. And, and I think it's something that your company does well too, is you're, you know, just listening to your show. It's, it's very focused. We're going to do different things, but it all revolves around the podcast platform. Um, so over time I found, this is what I really love doing. This is what I can really help people with. And I really landed on podcasting, uh, podcast launching, right? Helping people actually get off on the right start. It took me years and years and years. And like I said, tens of thousands of hours to even get to a place where I had the right type of framework to launch a great show, a show that would actually achieve the goal that I had in mind. And so helping busy professionals get it off the ground super quick without having to go through all that time and that training um, I, is, is where I landed. But then on the back end, most busy business owners, you probably don't necessarily want to spend Sunday nights in a dark, dank room editing audio content and creating graphics in Canva. And so I kind of built up this really great system where I can bring all that stuff in-house with quality control, doing all the posting to YouTube, to iTunes, et cetera, and uh, th that's really what I, I focus on doing. That's kind of, I would say my big ticket offer. My big ticket offer is that the full podcast production. So you can focus on what you do best, your zone of genius, and we'll handle the podcast part because that's what we do best. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you mostly help out busy professionals. So how do you, how do you help them do that? How do you help them find the time to start a podcast? I mean, 
go sit down interview or do solo content however however they want to do it whatever their prerogative is and then go and edit them but how does that all pan out well you know so, so i think you bring up a good point they're busy where's the time and i think that's important we want to make it as simple as possible as simple as possible so if you're the business owner, you get on a Zoom call, just like we're we're on now, get on a Zoom call with someone that's interesting, or maybe a potential client, maybe they're the ideal client, or maybe it's another business that you'd like to collaborate with in some way. Maybe you're trying to build up your reputation or build your network. You get them, you invite them onto a Zoom call because let's face it, how many times do we get an in-mail from someone that's like huge wall of text and then a link to join their program? How many times are we click in that link? Never. It doesn't work. Not too often. <laughs> but if you shift it and you send a short text with an invite to join you on your show as a podcast, it becomes an honor. It's exciting to that person. So it's a really powerful way of, of connecting. So the business owner themselves, they want to be doing this. They want to be making those connections. So why not actually turn it into a content machine? And that's what we do. You do your conversation. You have your interview. You have your conversation. You fill out a, a Google form. It takes about five minutes. And then we, we take care of the rest. We make it very simple. We give you all the great content. Um, we do all the show notes, all professionally done. And I've got a great team as well. I could tell you stories about trying to build out a team because it's it's not actually the easiest thing to do either. But oh, no, that, dude, it, is, it is not. <laughs> that's the way we do it. And, and I think it's a big part of having a conversation with a client or customers, trying to get a better understanding of, hey, what do you want to achieve? Um, and what's your pain point? Like, where where are you lacking and where can we help pick up the slack and really do it well? Absolutely. So I want to switch gears a little bit here. So we talked about, you know, the good things and what you, how you help people, which is amazing, by the way. I mean, I, I've thought of, I, I'm here starting a podcast and as a busy business professional. So that's definitely something that I could have used. Um, but what are some of the challenges that you faced when growing your business? Yeah. So obviously there's a bunch of challenges. That's part of the fun of being an entrepreneur. Right. It's like, you're always slaying a larger dragon and getting a better treasure. Um, one of the, the challenges or the problems that I identified uh, about a year ago was that I was, I was having a ton of conversations with people that wanted to start a podcast or maybe they had a podcast, but they were trying to elevate it, um, you know, grow it, maybe make some extra cash, some change on the side. And I was having conversation after conversation after conversation with people, um, but they would say something to the effect of, Mark, I'd love to work with you. I can tell I can learn a lot, but I can't afford a $5,000 launch, or I can't afford $1,500 a month for production. And so I was saying, there's, I'm I feel like I'm leaving a lot of, a lot of opportunity on the table. Um, and so what I did was I, I built and designed a, a community, a pro community, so that these podcasters um, can can kind of get in, start to get the structure, start to get the clarity, and also get some accountability to make sure that they're hitting their goals and their deadlines. Um, and it, it's been a really powerful thing to see the way that you can evolve when you're in an infrastructure with people um, that are they're like minded, and it, it just continues to evolve. Uh, this year, we're bringing in a bunch of guest host. That was something that the community had said they wanted. Hey, let's get some guest hosts in there. Let's, let's get um, experts. So I've got um, uh, Pat Flynn coming in in February to present to the group, do Q and a, 
Um, I've got the founder of Podmatch, Alex Filippo, coming in in March, and he's going to be presenting on how to be successful on that platform. And it's got a lot of exciting, a lot of exciting things lined up there because, it, you know, again, I noticed that I, my business has a problem. There's a problem with the funnel coming in. I'm, I'm leaving mm -hmm. too much out, leaving too many people out. What's a way that I can design a solution uh, that will, that will solve that problem. And, you know, just to take that one step further, you know, and I learned this from Alex Hormozzi's book, hundred million dollar offers, which if you haven't read it, go get it now. It's like, it, I think it's actually free to, he's giving away for free. But I've been meaning to read that. <laughs> it's it's really good, really good, Basha. It's uh, definitely worth the time. Um, but one of the concepts that he lays out in there is that is is if you get good at solving a small problem, people will say, "Hey, you solved my small problem. I'm going to come back to you for a slightly bigger problem." And once you solve that, they come back for a slightly bigger problem. So uh, when we start to look at the entire structure of the business itself, I say, "Hey, you can afford." the $50 a month to be a member of the pro group will solve your problem. We'll get you to the point where your show is, is actually got some momentum and then we can solve the bigger problem. We can do the monthly production, right? And then we can handle the ad, the ad traffic that you want to handle. Then we can help find you sponsors and kind of just continue to continually solve uh, larger problems for clients. And that's the way it all kind of merges together in a nice, neat fit. Gotcha. So Based off of where you are today, beyond, you know, fixing the funnel and everything, if you wanted to double or triple your profit and revenue, what are some changes that you would need to make and or challenges that you might face? So this is something I think about a lot. And um, <laughs> as we go into goal setting for, um, for 2023, I, I've, I've had to be very conscious very conscientious about how I'm going to accomplish it. Because I think there's a few routes. One of the routes that's very interesting to me, which I think is more of a five-year plan, um, is becoming an expert in incorporating NFTs along with podcasts as well. And because I think there's a lot of value that can come, come from there. Um, everything from crowdfunding to incentivizing your guests to be more involved with the show, um, growing community, giving special givebacks. I think there's a lot of cool things you can do there. However, I, I, I don't think that's the, the thing that I'm going to really tackle right now. Moving okay. into 2023, my, my main focus is on becoming an expert in uh, spending ad traffic to grow shows, right? So basically, every dollar that comes in for my podcast, After Hours Entrepreneur, every dollar that comes in goes straight out to, to running more ads and more traffic back to the show. And for by your personal show, it, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so as I grow more listenership for the show, then I can go out and I can find better sponsors. And with that, with, with additional income, I can sp spend that on more ad traffic to get more listeners. And so I'm really focusing a lot of my attention on getting better at that, learning what works, learning what doesn't work so that I can bring that to clients and say, Hey, listen, this is what I've done for my show. This is what we'll do for your show. This is what I've done for other shows, et cetera. Um, and I think that'll be a really powerful way for me to bring an offering, which is typically a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month, up to five thousand or even more per month. Um, so that's to answer your question, the way I'm 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 really planning on blowing up the business right now. Okay. Got it. So you want to blow it up via ad traffic, ad spend. Have you thought about any other ways of monetizing that podcast? Well, 
Sure. Right. One of the way. So one of the, the ways that I monetize my show now, which uh, I think is is worth I think everybody should be considering is um, having guest sponsor episodes. Right. And so I kind of fell into this by accident about a year and a half ago. I was getting a lot of people were asking me to be guests on my show like a lot of them, um, or, you know, and I was just basically saying, Hey, go fill out this form where it would go to die. I already had a lot of guests. I was finding great guests all the time. I didn't really need more coming in. And I said, what am I doing again? A problem. I've got all this waste. All these people are dozens and dozens of people are going into this, uh, spreadsheet to never be, uh, really have any action taken on. So one day, one day, this podcast agent came to me and said, Mark, you, you know, you never take any of my 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 guest, what if I paid you 50 bucks? Then would you bring my guest on? And I said, hmm. And a little light bulb went off my head. And I said, okay, sure. Let's try it out. And the guest was great. The guest was great. It, it, it was, it, I would say, even a little bit better than some of the, the other guests. Anyway, it was a great guest. Um, and so over time, I really refined my process for bringing in guests that want to sponsor episodes. Um, and I'm at a point now where I'm getting paid up to $500 per guest to be on shows. Um, and that's just been tremendous, tremendous for helping me grow the show through ad traffic. Like I had mentioned, um, it's been tremendous for helping vet amazing guests. Cause if you've got a guest that's willing to pay 500 bucks to be on your show, it's because they're really freaking good at what they do. Right. Um, and it has been a really, really positive experience. The other kind of concern I had Basha going into that was, you know, these guests are going to come on. They're just going to shield. All they're going to do is talk about what they're trying. They're just going to sell. But I found that that wasn't the case. I found that they were actually experts and they wanted to share their expertise. Um, and it was really, it's a really positive experience. And I'm actually one of the students in my group, my paid community has built out a webinar. Uh, uh, well, we've put together a webinar that we're going to be launching here um, in the pro community next week and then going live in January uh, that is just fleshes out the entire, the entire strategy with all the tactics so that other podcasters um, can start to incorporate this tactic to generate thousands, really thousands of dollars a month in income. Uh, so it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool way that I'm generating income from the show directly right now. That is actually a pretty cool way. Cause if somebody's willing to pay $500 to go and I mean, how long are your interviews? I'm assuming like an hour or so. Yeah. 45 yeah minutes about 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if they want to spend $500 for a 45 minute interview with you, I mean, that's, that, that's got to say something about them and, you know, and their expertise and where they're at and, you know, what's important to them. So I think that's, that's definitely a really cool way to monetize your podcast. Um, yeah. And the industry, by the way, is completely exploding right now. It is blowing up. I mean, if you just type in uh guest paying to be on podcast, it's, it's becoming a huge industry. Um, authors, coaches, business owners, they, you know, we're kind of understanding that it's it's just a really great way uh, to connect with audiences. So I don't see the industry, that strategy going anywhere. Um, but I, I just find it surprising that very few, um, very few podcasts, podcasters are actually talking about it as a, as a reasonable tactic. Absolutely. But oh. it's definitely a cool tactic. I mean, even if it's, if it only works for the next year or two, you know, it's still, works for a year or two. It's an extra source of income. So the more revenue streams, the better. Yeah. Um, it, solves, so, it solves the problem of income. It also solves the problem of finding great guests. You knock out two birds, one stone. Exactly. Exactly. So what does your current lead generation look like? 
Right. So one of the strategies, surprise, surprise, is guesting on podcasts. Who would have thought? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Wow. Who would have uh, thought? <laughs> Yeah, which by the way, y'all have a very uh, refined podcast guesting um, intake. Really cool strategy. I feel like I've only gotten to see like the tip of the iceberg, um, but it's a, it's a unique way, and I, I think it's really interesting. Um, so podcast, you know, guesting on podcasts is really big. Um, I try to get to as many networking events as possible, um, at least once or twice a week, and that could be virtual or in person. Um, which, again, quick side note. Going to networking events as a podcaster is pretty freaking cool because when everyone goes up and shakes your hand, says, I'm a realtor, I'm a, uh, you know, I do mortgages, I'm an insurance. And you're like, oh, I launch and scale podcasts for people. They're like, what? You, be, uh, you instantly become the most interesting person in the room, which is pretty cool. Um, so those are, those are the two main ways. I am another project or another thing that I'm going to be getting into Q3, uh, Q1 of next year is uh, LinkedIn DM, LinkedIn, uh, starting up a LinkedIn DM campaign, not through InMail, but uh, I'm going to be running that as well to try to drum up more, more leads. Those are the top, those are the three ways that I'm really finding leads and, and, and building the network right now. But also, you know what, the podcast itself, I got to say, the podcast itself is a really good tool uh, for building know, like, and trust, right? Because what, what it would typically end up happening is someone will see a clip of me on LinkedIn or they'll see a clip on Instagram or someone will tag them. And they say, Oh, that's interesting. They'll listen to a couple podcast episodes and be like, Oh, Mark seems legit. Maybe I'll hop on a call. And, and so that's been a really powerful way of uh, bringing in leads too. That's amazing. Yeah. That's just, it's pretty similar to what we do too. Uh, so for anybody who is listening and is interested in starting a podcast, what is your number one piece of advice for them? Number one piece of advice is be able to answer three questions. I'll give you the questions right now. Because I could say, oh, get the right mic or make sure your lighting looks good or have a script, intro, <laughs> outro. All that stuff is great. But what really matters is being able to answer these questions. A, who is my audience? Who do I want to speak to? Right. Question two is what? keeps them up at night? What is their pain point? What is the problem that they need to have solved? And then see how is my podcast going to solve that problem? Um, and, and if you can get really clear on who you're speaking to and the pain that they have and the solution that you you've built, uh, that, that is, that is the foundation. That is the foundation for a successful show being really clear on that. Uh, one of the I think uh, furthermore, one of the problems that a lot of podcasts get into from the start is they're just unclear. It's it's unclear. They try to be everything to everyone, uh, like a jack of all trades. And I think, you know, go back 30, 40 years, that was a good model when everybody, you know, there's 10 channels on the television, uh, people are reading only one or two newspapers, but now we're, there's, there's, we're getting inundated. There's mil there's four, four plus million podcasts out there. Uh, who knows how many YouTube channels I can't even, I, I can't even count. It's, so there's so much attention all the time. And if you try to ha be an interesting show, having interesting stories with interesting people, it just kind of gets drowned out. The more, uh, the more successful you are on, on, on figuring out who you're speaking to and what their pain point is, uh, the more successful your show will be. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think that 
niching down or niching down <laughs> as much as you can is so important because then you know you can't at the end of the day you can't help everybody you can't you can't appeal to everybody so appeal to that number one clientele that's your dream dream audience and then the the rest of the people will will gravitate they'll they'll find you eventually right <laughs> that's, um so that's right yeah so i mean if anybody is looking to get in contact with you what's the best way for them to do that yeah, where, so where can they find you you can find me all over the web uh, at mark savant media at mark savant media and if you're curious about how to take your podcast next level. If you're thinking about starting one, just, or heck, if you think that I've got a nice voice or a pretty face or, or, or whatever, you think I'm a jerk, uh, shoot me an email. <laughs> just shoot me an email, mark at marksavantmedia.com. Uh, it's mark at marksavantmedia.com. I, listen, I make it really easy. Mark at marksavantmedia.com. That's where I'm at. You can find me. Okay. Awesome. Group, if you're listening and you enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and want to come on the show, please go to top100interview.com. Bye. Hey everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.